And this is State of Grace, acoustic version, Taylor's version, Colin's version. <clears throat> but you were never a saint, and I loved and shades are wrong. We learned to live with the pain. A mosaic broken heart. Go stream Red TV. So that was really good. Um, we just wanted to start you guys like lightly, get a little like dip your toes into this next episode, you know. Dip your toes in the water. Ask Colin is clearly feeling very musical today. Yeah, because I'm like auditioning for the voice. Yeah, so that's really exciting. You can stay tuned for that too. Um, but anyway, we are having a pretty good day here. Taylor's version released. Everything is good and well. Perfect weather. Oh my god, our canvas looked so pretty today. It was perfect. I woke up. Oh. It was like drizzling outside when I was listening to the album. Same. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was perfect. I was like, this is the best day to listen to this. Like, and then it got a little sunnier. Oh, perfect temperature. It was perfect. And just there's one part of our campus, and it's it has a lot of the trees. We go to a city school, and so there's we don't have that All many. All ten of our trees are there. <laughs> we do not have much greenery here, and so that one place is like so pretty in general because it is like the only place with the trees, but. Now with, like, the leaves changing colors and everything, oh, my God, and, like, after the rain, everything, I just think everything, like, after rain looks so mm-hmm. pretty, and it, oh, my God, it was just perfect. It, it was, was just so a movie. great day. So movie, so, like, so college advertisement. film, yeah. Taylor's All Too Well, 10-Minute oh Version, Safety Sync, Dylan O'Brien. We're basically just, like, pre, our entire day was, like, pre-gaming for the All Too Well short film. Oh, my God, yeah. So we're really excited about that, and... We had started talking about what we Colin and Annabelle. What perhaps could we ever talk about today for our podcast? And we said that we're going to talk about something that we both have a wide, wide range of expertise in. Mm-hmm. From A to Z, from start to end, we know it like the back of, of our, our hand. hand. We're super, we just have so much experience. We're so good at giving advice in this topic mm-hmm. and people have like come to us and like oh my God. sought out what we have to say about this all the time they always are coming out to us and constant saying, dms too oh my god all the time all mm-hmm. the time and we're it's just always colin annabelle what's your advice and On relationships <laughs> <laughs> so actually that was all a joke oh. anyway oh. me and colin only have ever had one relationship each so that's pretty embarrassing but, oh. <laughs> but we're still pretty experienced in what we know. We're confident that we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, look, this is all really subjective things. Yeah, relationships are one of those topics that you can really like hear advice from every like person on the planet, and they'll tell you something different. Um, I think that makes it fun. Yeah, and I'm excited to talk about this today. Actually, especially mm-hmm. right after. Taylor's album, where we really learn why relationships are bad. Yeah, and she tore apart Jake Gyllenhaal. And you tore it off. (laughs) But, yeah. Okay, when we're talking about relationships, I think we should mention kind of like the stigma and pressure there is to be in a relationship in your teenage years. Um, And literally, that's all because of the media we consume. 
every single TV show, every single movie, every single book, like everything media related revolves around relationships. And I feel like it's been like that literally since we have been children. Think about like all of our favorite shows that we used to watch, like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, like all that stuff. iCarly, Hannah mm-hmm. Montana, like everything. All of those shows, even the cartoons, literally even mm-hmm. Phineas and Ferb, like they had some kind of relationship. Like at one point, there's like a love connection between some of the characters in that mm-hmm. show. And it like kind of puts a pressure on you for like relationships when you're so young. Like, I don't even know how old we were like, what, six to eight years old watching mm-hmm. that stuff. And it was like, oh, OK, like I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend now all of a sudden. Like, mm-hmm. mm, it's a little toxic, I think. And also with the media that we consumed like young um it was all like really like heteronormative like it just like puts this idea of like what a relationship is supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like into our heads from an age where like that shouldn't even be like on our list of concerns Mm -hmm. like we are too young like kids should not have to worry about dating someone because i think a issue with like having like these media relationships young is we kind of like fall into this like trap of like almost like grooming and just like seeking out relationships. Yeah. Like I remember in middle school, like people would be like dying to be in relationships. People would have like week long relationships <laughs> just for like the like idea to say that you're in one when like it's just like for show, it's actually so annoying. Yeah. Those were always so funny, though. <laughs> like, on a lighter note, it was always, like, your friend would come up to you after a night, and they'd be like, oh, my God, like, so-and-so just asked me to go to the movies. And then, like, after their movie night, like, they'd either be dating mm. or, like, from the span of the start of the movie date to the end of it, they'd be broken. They'd be dating and then, like, broken up. And it was actually, looking back, it's funny, but it was so much drama. Mm. Like, everything was so beefy in middle school. I remember one of my middle school relationships. I don't count these because they're fake. <gasps> what? Um, okay, so liar. They don't count to me. Like, they're fake. I was not a human. I was a bot. (laughs) Um, But one of them, I remember, I was dating this girl, and her friend, like, texted me, and she was like, okay, like, she wants to kiss you, like, in the cafeteria, like... Like, do you guys want to do that? And I was like, what? Is, like, I was like, what is this? Oh, like, no. this is actually, like, the cringiest thing ever. No, it's so like, funny ew. getting, like, the third person to go in and be like, oh, hey. God. It's never a two-person relationship. No. It's like. <laughs> There's always the little person that's, like, the matchmaker in bots. there. Oh, my gosh. So, as you may have picked up in the last little clip there, Colin, we were talking about our relationships before this. And Colin had told me he only had one relationship. Then, in that clip, I catch him lying. He was booked and busy, everyone, in middle school, 6th, 7th, 8th grade. He was busy, but that's so funny. Okay, but honestly, I don't count them. Like, there was no kissing. It was just, like, like, literally, I felt like nothing. Like, I don't know. Middle school does not count, guys. Like, you were not in a relationship in middle school. Like, huh? You're telling me you're, like, fucking, like, with someone? Like, no, also, and if you consider, sorry, this is, this could be shady, but I actually don't know anyone, so. Mm. But if you count your middle school relationships at all, <laughs> red flag. Like, there's got to be something mm-hmm. wrong with you. Sorry. Superiority no complex, <laughs> like, underlying somewhere, some Leo placements, perhaps. Oh. 
There's just no way that you had a real middle school relationship because think about yourself in middle school. We weren't real people, I think. No, that like is not you. I don't know. Creepy. And I think that's like a perfect segue to talking about how I think relationships are stupid in general. <laughs> like I think they're actually like pointless and stupid and yeah. Do you have anything? No, I would like to hear your elaboration on that. Okay. Okay, I really think like obviously like relationships are they're cute little things. Like you're with someone and you do cute things together. But just like I don't know, there's so many like issues and problems that come from relationships. And I really just think well, something me and my friends talked about hating was when you get into a relationship, um, your two options are to break up or stay with that person forever. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Those, remember, those are two outcomes yeah. of the relationship. I saw that one time I remember like, I don't know, maybe it was a Visco post. I was, I don't know. But I remember seeing that and it was like, I didn't ever want to think about it that way because it's like, it's true, but it's like, that's so... Like, I remember it was, like, you get, you're either dating to break up or you're dating mm-hmm. to get married. And I was, like, that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure, I first know. of all. And, like, why I did not want that planted in my head. Oh, my God. It was so scary. Mm-hmm. I oh. do definitely think it dismisses a lot <laughs> of positives about a relationship. But it's true. Like, if you're in a relationship, like, you're bound, like, you're bound to break up or you have to, like, you're expected to get married. Yeah. Which I could talk about forever how I hate marriage yeah. as a thing. But if we're just talking about relationships, I just think that, like, certain expectations, like, can't be met when you're just, like, with one person. Like, I don't know. You, personally, I think you lose a part of yourself. I know someone says... God. I know we were talking about briefly how, like, you have to grow separately. And how that's, like, really important to know before getting into a relationship that, like... You are your own, like, person. person. And, and I think... Sorry for cutting No, out. no, no. I think you have to keep... Oh, my God. I hate that you just said that because oh, now sorry. I'm, like, not an existential oh. crisis. Uh, but you have to, like, accept that things are going to change within you, too, because, like, I don't know. For me, personally, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is really the same way you were going to go with this, but, like, for me, if I'm around, like, a lot of people for like the same amount of people for like a long period of time like Mm -hmm. I start picking up on their mannerisms so it's like yeah yeah, you're gonna change in that way of like oh my god I'll pick up on your little like mannerisms and I still have some but Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you have to try your best to keep yourself like be yourself first and then acknowledge that you can change like there are things that are gonna change about you in a relationship but it's like the only way I feel like it works out is if you're both growing as separate people mm-hmm. in your own ways, and then you're growing also together. You, like, combine them and, like, grow together in the relationship, if that makes yeah. any sense. No, I think dr- that's the dream. That's, like, everyone's goal. But in relationships, you just, like, lose a sense of individuality. Like, you're losing that, like part of yourself where people view you as like your own person, a standalone person. Yes. Like I feel like once you're in a relationship, it is you and them. Like that is how people know you. That is your trademark. And it's just like, you're always associated with that person. You're like 
there's rarely times when you're like just your own person. Yes, especially in high school. Like, yeah. not that I have any idea here, but I feel yeah. like in college it might be a little different just because there's so many different people and like you don't really know that many people. But yeah, and a lot less people high care. School, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I am even like guilty of that too. Like, I am one that would associate like mm-hmm. the partner with the partner. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I never. Oh, and also going back to kind of that same thing, like, I feel like as a single person, I have definitely enjoyed a lot of the independence that I felt like maybe I lacked, I guess. Like, I don't know. I always considered myself a bit of an independent person, especially like junior and senior year of high school, because I was just like better at doing things on my own. Like, Miss Independent. But, <laughs> but now it's like, oh my God, I don't know. There's just so many things that like when you look back on being in a relationship versus like looking now when I'm single, it's like, there's so many things that I really wasn't fully independent because it is like the same thing. Like you mm-hmm. not like rely on that person, but it's just very much association. Like, yeah. okay, you two are like kind of one person. Like everyone just assumes you guys are like always mm-hmm. together, you know, like that kind of thing. And like you mentioned reliance. And I feel like that's also a point to mention. Like sometimes you get like so attached to this person because you're spending so much time like they are your validation like yeah i don't know personally for me i like am a person who like constantly needs to be validated in a relationship even friendships um i don't know i'm just very in my head about a lot of things Mm -hmm. and in relationships like it's sometimes hard to like get constant validation and you just lose that sense of like self-love first like trying to get your like love from yourself rather than from another person Mm -hmm. and i feel like i don't know the people that I know who've been in, like, high school relationships, like, long-term, like, have had struggles with, like, not being able to, like, love their self first. first. Like, their love is from that other person. Yeah. And just going off of that, like, self-love thing, I feel like for me, when I'm looking for a relationship, it's very important. And it's... Okay, it's very important for me to see that the person that I'm looking to date or be in a relationship with loves themselves first, like has that self-love, because I feel like a lot of problems that get caused in relationships is like one or the other, like one of the partner's like inner insecurities being projected into the relationship. Yeah. Like, for example, I know this has happened to a lot of people. But, um, like, people that are insecure or, like, not so confident in themselves, they then project it and are like, oh, you're going to cheat on me. Well, what are you going to do? Like, oh, you're just going to leave me. Like, oh, who are you texting? Like, they, it's like the red flags. Like, they just get so nervous yeah. that someone's going to come in and it's like... Yeah, it's Ooh. just, like, their jealousy. Yes. Like, when you're with someone who, like, isn't fully trusting of you... I feel like trust is the literal foundation oh my God. of any relationship. Oh my God, I could go on about Same. that. Holy moly. Because the second you lose trust in who you're with is like the, the second whole the thing, relationship Everything is falls done. apart, yeah. Like, like retreat, like get out of there. If you don't trust that person, like don't date them. Yeah. Like you're at the part where like your relationship like is barely salvageable. Especially if the person has given you no reason Mm -hmm. to not trust them like that is my oh my god it fills me with anger so much like if you have never had a reason 
if you've never given your partner a reason to no, not trust you and they still do not, let me say this to you loud and clear. It is not about you. It is about your partner and their, mm, their insecurities. insecurities. Like, it's really just like this twisted game of cat and mouse. Sorry, that took me like literally hours <laughs> to, get that to get out. Articulated. <laughs> to put that into words. But it's just this back and forth always with relationships where it's like, okay, I'm seeing this red flag, but I'm like in love with you or I'm either in the honey fa- honeymoon phase. So I don't point them out and I don't act upon them. So it's just like this constant battle mm-hmm. of ignoring red flags and um, yeah, if there's no trust, then everything no, falls apart. Yeah. It's like that Bojack Horseman quote and it's like, oh, well, when you like are in the relationship, you look at everything through rose-colored glasses. So, like, how can you see the red flags or whatever it is, you know? Like, if you guys have heard that sound on TikTok or watch BoJack Horseman, you know. But it really is like that because you put the relationship in retrospect after the fact that, like, after it's been said and done, whatever, and you look back on it. (laughs) In general, in the relationship. In general. In general. This is not specific to my situation. In general, for our viewers. People can look back on their relationship after and you're like, holy shit. Like, there was a lot more to unpack than, like, you wanted to acknowledge that there was, if that makes sense. And, like, more than you realized while you're in the moment. Because, again, like, you were just, it is, like, you're just constantly ignoring red flags because it's like, oh, my God. Because you're just, like, it's, like, this mind manipulation (laughs) thing. And, I don't know, looking back on a relationship is toxic. I don't know. It's not toxic, but it feels like like self-hatred almost. No, it's so interesting because me and Colin were just reflecting on our, all of our long histories of past relationships we've ever had. And, like, Mm. hearing the other Uh, person's reaction or, like, just even saying some of the things. Oh, my God. It's like, holy shit. Especially for me and Colin, because we didn't know each other in mm-hmm. relationships before, like, coming to college. So, it's, like, you can talk all you want to your friends who had known about the relationships beforehand. But it's, like, oh, my God. Telling, like, a non-biased, Ooh. like, a, I mean, wait, yeah. A yeah, non-biased, non-biased perspective. Yeah. Like, someone who has no idea about any of it. Like, <laughs> It's so different because, <laughs> obviously, if you're talking to your friends about it they're automatically going to take your side yeah. in a situation. So you're not truly getting, like, a perspective on, like, if you're in the right or the wrong. Yes. So hearing, like, what <gasps> Annabelle has just told me. I'm, oh. But we're I only talking in general. general. In, in, our, in our ideas of relationships. Yes, exactly. Um, Nothing specific. Yeah. I don't know. Also, something else I hate about relationships is, like, how, I don't know. When at least in my case, oh my gosh, um, it started in, in general. In general, I mean, in general. <laughs> when you start as friends and get in a relationship, yeah. when you're done, like you kind of lose that friendship. No, and that's the real. I think personally, well, now this is on a more specific level. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> in general level. Okay. Getting a little more. <laughs> I feel like that for me was one of the hardest things mm. when I, when my relationship ended, my past relationship, it's like, there's an awkward, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> at it... least for me, 
it was very there were very blurred lines what you can can i text you can i call you can what's right what's wrong in your opinion Mm -hmm. and it was like hard because you know exactly what you said it's like you're losing that best friend and that relationship too and like breakup friend breakups also like oh my god sucks so bad that's a whole other topic i could go on and on forever about Mm -hmm. so it's like literally combining the two worst like kind of endings to relationships even though okay whatever (laughs) it makes sense in my mind yeah but like putting them together worse like i think that was the hardest thing for me was like losing the friendship aspect of it versus like the romantic aspect of it Mm mm-hmm and, like, when we're talking about, like, the breakups of a relationship, like, there is a certain breakup culture, too. Oh, my God, absolutely. Like, w- when you're supposed to text them, what you're supposed to say, like, when you're supposed to stop saying certain things, like, how much you can see them, like, there's just, like, yeah. so many rules that, like, society has, like, put in our minds mm-hmm. that, like, are, this is what is supposed to happen. Yeah. When you break up. And it's, like, you're like, kind of frowned upon like, yeah. if you don't follow that. Yeah. It neglects, like, a lot of, like, feelings, too. Like, it's very just, like, um, chronological. Like, this happens, then this happens, then this happens. Yes. Like, it doesn't, like, really take into account how you feel. Feel. Yeah, it's kind of just, like, I feel like what we're supposed to be told is just, like, cold turkey. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you're broken up? No. Don't talk. Don't text. Whatever. For a good long amount of time. And then even after that, you can only do this, this, or this. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, well. With, like, relationships, though, like, people take their own time to heal. Like, some people take a few weeks. Some people take months. Mm. Some people have, like, taken years to, like, like, rebuild themselves after certain relationships. It's just, like, there's a lot of stigma around, like, what, how you can interact with an ex. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I've been thinking as we've been recording this, just hearing Colin's perspective on things, um, is like, I wonder, well, I, not I wonder, I think I know, but Mm. it's very interesting to hear people's perspectives on relationships based on what you were raised seeing. Yeah. Like me and Colin both had divorced parents growing up. Um, so I think our perspective of things is very obviously pretty different than people who probably have married parents and had parents that were married the whole time, like throughout their life, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's very interesting because I don't know. Well, for me personally, this is my hot take. This is my hot take of the episode. Like I think we, me and Colin have different perspectives on Mm -hmm. relationships in the sense that I don't think they're stupid, Mm -hmm. but it's very interesting to hear because it's like, okay, knowing your like life it makes sense why you think that yeah i know definitely a lot of my pessimistic views on life have come from my parents and what they've inflicted on me um lol but (laughs) growing up watching their relationship probably had an effect on why i think relationships are kind of stupid i hate marriage hate marriage hate marriage. Let me say this aloud. (laughs) Like, I could talk about why I hate marriage probably forever. I think it's the stupidest thing of all time. And if that's my perspective on relationships and marriage because of how I was raised and because my parents got divorced and what I saw, um, then I'm kind of okay with that because I've kind of viewed um, 
being single and not wanting to get married as kind of a positive in my life. No, I think you can look at all of these, like, things in many different ways. But also, I do, like I was saying earlier, like, I honestly, in my head, I had pictured, which I guess is probably because of, like, media, too, tying back to that first thing we were Mm -hmm. talking about. Like, probably because of what I've seen on TV shows and everything like that and movies and everything. Like, you go through this breakup and it's terrible, awful, horrible oh my God, I cry for weeks and weeks and weeks and like, oh, it's just so gut-wrenching and everything bad, but I don't know. Like, I haven't, I have enjoyed my time being single. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely am looking at being independent in like a new light because I don't know, for me, I've seen myself married in the future. I see myself Mm -hmm. with kids, whether or not they're actually my own, like, children or I'm adopting them but like I see myself in a family I think and (laughs) yeah well I I get like the idea like we're like supposed to like I don't know it's ingrained in our heads that we envision ourselves married homeowner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like we have this envision of like the white picket house family like you are supposed to have like this perfect well-kept family like, you run smoothly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Something about that is just, like, r- doesn't excite me. I can't envision my life, like, to just go like that. I don't know. I, maybe it's just my complex, my superior, my inner superiority <laughs> complex. Mm, I don't know. It's definitely a lot of trauma, but... Mm. um, It's interesting. I don't yeah. know. It's just, like, I think it all depends on how you were raised, because... Even within my, like, I know my mom, she had very, she had a whole perspective, like, totally different than, like, me and my sisters definitely do, because she had parents who still presently are married. They've been married for, Mm -hmm. I think, literally, like, 60 years, maybe, like, 59, but, like, literally, if not already in the 60s, they've been married for so many years, like, they are my, like, perfect standard of, like, okay, that's what I want my relationship to be. Like, I love my grandparents. I love their relationship. But, like, my mom had had that picture in her head. And then when she had us and, like, got divorced, I think it was, like, it obviously changed how we – like, it's just so interesting to me, like, how it's going to be, like, passed down of, like, everyone's perspective on marriage. So you were saying that, like, your parents – so your mom's parents had a really good marriage? Yeah. And so do you look at that as, like, your standard then? Do you, like, look at them and be like, okay. Yeah, I always say that. Like, they're, yes. And maybe, well, let's get into this. My, so, like, on my side of the, my whole family. So my parents are divorced. And on my dad's side, his parents were divorced. And on my mom's side, um, I, like, only knew my, like, grandpa for, like, he, like, died when I was, like, five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I never, like, actually, like, saw, like, the them together. Yeah. So I've never, like, seen a good working relationship. Like, never. Um, so that's pr- – it's definitely, like, something that has affected, like, that for me. Yeah. But also when I, like, look at myself, like – and even just using the one relationship, like, that I have, like, I, like – can't I don't think I function properly in a relationship I think it's something like with my like like mental health too like something like eats me alive that like I can't just like 
I always just feel like I can't give enough. Like, I don't know. And when I, like, am in my headspace, like, my, like, depression, like, is, like, so large. And, like, having someone who, like, you love, like, watch that and, like, you just have to, like, be, like, I can't, like, I can't do anything about this. Like, it's just, like, I can't imagine having to do that, like, forever. Like, obviously, I want, like, obviously, this could all change. This is just as an, an 18-year-old's perspective mm-hmm. on my future, like, billion years. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I just don't think I'll, f- like, I imagine myself finding a person. Yeah. And it's a sad thought, but I've kind of been content with that for a little bit. Oh, my God. We really just got into it there. Oh, Colin really yeah. just got into it there. But, I don't, okay, that's the thing about this. I don't think there's, there isn't anything wrong with that. It's, like, yeah. Society in the back of your yeah. head telling you like, oh, like I've just accepted I'm gonna be alone. like more in like the disappointed yeah, way yeah, of like, yeah. oh, like yeah, that's mm-hmm. just how my life is gonna be. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like so many people and it's like okay, well actually that's another thing, so I'm not gonna go into that. But I was gonna say women and like pregnancy and like having be- okay, but that's yeah. a whole other thing. <laughs> but like it's just all about society and it started again like from such a young age. Like we it is ingrained in our mind. Mm-hmm. Also bringing this point back, boy and girl, high school, they date. Oh, my God. We love each other. Oh, my God. We're going to get married. High school sweethearts we were. Ah! Okay. I actually have a book recommendation. Um, I read this book called Convenience Store Woman over the summer. And guys, no, I'm kidding. I'm not even kidding. This book changed my life. (laughs) It's kind of like a contemporary-ish novel. So if that's like not what you're interested in, like I get it, but who's it by? Um, I forget the author's name. Um, mm. Slacking on the book recommendation. I know, there. but it's my favorite book, and I don't even know her name. He. Um, but basically, in this book, it's about this forty-year-old woman who works at a convenience store. She's not married. She doesn't have kids, and she's a virgin. And basically, she just lives her life, and you see how much her job, like makes her so happy but once she leaves like work and like goes like with her family and her friends like you can see how much they like like just like hate her life for her yeah like they hate that she's a virgin they hate that she doesn't isn't married like people have like this idea for you about what you are supposed to do with your life and Basically, in the book, she ends up taking this guy, like, taking this guy in because he's, like, her only option, and it becomes abusive. Like, so basically, when I was reading the book, I was just, like, like, society is literally just telling you to do this, and if you don't want to do it yourself, you're just gonna, like, fall victim to, like, just blindly being manipulated and, like, just a terrible way to live the rest of your life. Because, and it's also so annoying because I, okay, this is the first example that came to my mind when you were explaining that, but you know the really cheesy, like, holiday Hallmark movies, like, the Christmas Mm, movies, like, mm -hmm. the really, really cheesy ones. I feel like, okay, they all have the same plot. Yeah. Just slightly different variations of, like, all the same thing. And for whatever reason, this was the example that came to my mind, but it's, like, in those movies specifically, like, I always remember there's, like, 
the sad, like, single girl at the holidays. And, like, mm. she's the sad sister who, like, doesn't have a boyfriend mm-hmm. for the holiday. And, like, she's oh, lonely. like, she's sis- the Ebenezer yeah, screw like, of the family. Oh, yeah, like, her sister's getting engaged or her brother just got married. Her sister's pregnant. Like, all this stuff. And it's, like, she's the sad little girl. And I feel like that is how society portrays you if you don't want to get married and follow, like, this quote-unquote, like, perfect little timeline of, like, okay, you're gonna... Go to college, get a great job, get a house, get married, find this person, like, get mm-hmm. pregnant, have a baby, raise a great family. And it's like, if you don't want to do that, like, for some people, sad lifestyle, then you're, like, frowned upon. And it's just like, I don't know, I feel like it's mm. so messed up. There's so, so many expectations for how you're supposed to live your life. Like, everyone preaches you, like, live your life how you want, do what you want. No, you don't. But those same exact people like, have your life mapped out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're like, it's, oh, you can live your yep. life as long as it's this way. As long as it's my way. Ugh. And, like, they die if you, like, do anything, like, out of the blue. <laughs> like, that could go so many different ways, but just, like, in relationships especially, like, it's, like, you have to follow this rule book. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that is so interesting because that, it really is true, like, in relationships, at least in my, mm-hmm. as I've been saying a hundred times, my all my experience that I've ever had, it is, especially in high school, like, there's such a timeline you have to follow when you're in this relationship. Like, okay, you start dating. Then you've either had your first kiss before or after this relationship. Then you're making out. Then you're doing this. You have to, like, follow such a timeline. Mm-hmm. And, like, God forbid. Yeah, there's forbid. different, like, months that things happen. Like, yes. at this month, this yes. happens. At this like, month, this happens. Like, at the little mile markers, if yeah. you will. And it's like. God forbid you weren't following everyone's timeline that they wanted. It was like, oh, okay, I see where you stand. Like, there were so many people that would ask me things about my relationship that were very, well, none of their business at all. And they'd get like, oh, like upset kind of or like disappointed, I guess, when I wasn't giving them the information they wanted to hear. Also, Mm -hmm. something about that is like people always look for like drama in high school Mm -hmm. relationships. And like, mind your business. Like, Just oh, my mind God. Mind your business. And it's so interesting because, again, like, going back to that, people would always ask me, like, oh, my God, how's your relationship going? How's everything going? I'd be like, good. Period. End of sentence. Because there were so many people, like, I've talked about this, too. I feel like there were so many relationships, it seemed like, had so much drama and they were so mm-hmm. messy. But then it's like, okay, actually, was it really that messy? Or was it just, like, friends or random people starting rumors about this relationship yeah. to make it more drama than it had to be also like just drama like it's free entertainment for the people that aren't in the relationship you know what I like it's so annoying no because people in high school will just like view their relationship as like someone else's relationship as like a game like people will like toy with other people's relationships just for fun because it doesn't affect them Mm -hmm. like in high school people don't like care like they think like relationships are just like like I don't even know fake like worthless like things that can just be like toyed around with yeah and I feel like I also probably have I can I don't know how to word that I'm probably guilty of this too but I feel like Mm. you hear all this stuff about people's high school relationship and then you're not really thinking about how it's affecting the people in the relationship Mm -hmm. all this drama that they're hearing surrounding like I don't know I can't think of personally any examples that had happened to me luckily but like I know there were so many relationships that I was like, oh my God, that's so toxic. Like, bitch, what are you even doing in that relationship? And I wonder how much of it was actually true or mm-hmm. how much of it was just outside people 
wanting to make it messy for their entertainment. And yeah. it's like messed up. Okay, I feel like we've Aww. kind of gotten to a point where we're just rambling and spitting things out. Yeah. So let's just call it. We're going to call it a day. Yeah. That was a lot. Um, sorry if you, mm-hmm. I don't know, we're triggered by yeah. anything. I don't even know what we said, honestly. Also, let me apologize for being like such a relationship pessimist. <laughs> like, I don't know. Obviously, love a good happy ending, yeah. but mm, that's just what I'm currently thinking about that. And also, you're all allowed to have your own opinion on whatever you want to have your opinion on. This was just our you're little fun. To, yeah. Well, maybe not so fun by the end of it. Mm, yeah. <gasps> we're like tired. Oh my god, we're tired. We're I just said I'm exasperated. I'm like, damn, I need a nap. Oh my god. Okay, but we love you guys so much. Peace and love to you all. Slay the day. Slay the day. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mm-hmm. And and listen to Taylor Swift's stream. Red TV. Stream Taylor Swift, and then stream Adele on Sunday too. All right, peace and love to you guys. We love you all. Mwah.